I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tuesday on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional. Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere, Tuesday on The CW. Tuesday at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington's CW. Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Matt Foxley and Marcus Hurley. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. First of all, uh, there's some more Star Wars news. Uh, it was Star Wars celebration at the time we last recorded, um, but we didn't quite know some of the things that transpired later on in the weekend. Uh, all, the, all, all that there is to say really is that. Um, they, they, there was some more information on the next sort of on the, on what will be the first spin-off movie. Uh, these are now going to be called anthology films, and the first one will be Rogue One, as we already know. Um, and they, there was a very sort of brief kind of uh, teaser video for it, um, and it looked basically just classic sort of uh, Gareth Edwards uh, in that it was just all live action, just like a sort of um, like a sweep through a forest. And and then you uh, you just sort of like it panned up to the sky and you could sort of make out the uh, the sort of rough shape of the Death Star. Hmm. So uh, did you see that? It was, yeah, I was it watching. Was not... it. I think you were in the forest at Endor, weren't you, or something? Maybe. I don't yeah, know. Was, I was think it the so. First... Or actually, Yavin, was it a complete maybe? Death Star? I can't remember. Uh, well, because that I would give away, I... wouldn't it? Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be set around the time of New Hope, so they did finish that one, but yeah, it might not have okay. been finished at the time that they uh, they stole the plans. But I, so it might be almost finished or finished. I don't mm. know. Finished. Cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, the uh, the official synopsis for that, as uh, posted on the Star Wars Twitter feed, is a band of Resistance fighters unite for a daring mission to steal the Death Star plans in Star Wars anthology film Rogue One. Hashtag mm. Rogue One. So, uh, yeah, that'll be the first uh, first Star Wars spin-off. Uh, so, are you excited to sort of go back to the original timeline with, like, different characters and stuff? I, to be honest, I mean, since uh, since Return of the Jedi, I mean, I, I haven't read any of the expanded universe, so people have been enjoying that for years. I know it's all been refuted and, you know, retconned and all this sort of stuff. But, I think anything that expands on the Star Wars world in a good way can only be fun. It can only be more more good stuff, as long as it's good, as long as it's not obviously trying to cash in. If it's telling a nice little story, because we don't... You hear about the plan, you know, the plot to get the plans, and the amount of Bothams that died and stuff, and various other bits and pieces. Yeah, many Bothams died, died to bring you this. <laughs> um, and that joke's been going for decades, you know, many Bothams died in the making of this film will come up in something. Yeah. <laughs> But it would be quite cool to actually see that go on, you know, to actually see the film. And the fact that they're calling it Rogue One, is it the birth of the Rogue Squadron? 
Well, yeah, that's that's, that's I, what I'm I love assuming. about it. The fact that they're choosing that that particular phrase called you know rogue. It's it, it didn't exist prior to whatever. It wasn't used. It was always a original trilogy marker for the fighters and the and the rebellion force. So it's quite nice to actually see that pop up again. And you know, I'm excited. I can't wait for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, be, I know. I'd it's be more amazing. excited um, if they were if they announced uh, they're making a complete Boba Fett movie. Well, that's a rumour uh, right now. Then, then I'd be excited. So, yeah, it's I'm been rumoured for a while, about, isn't it? I'm excited it? about Rogue One. I'm excited about the new Star Wars movie. I'm not watching the trailers, as you know, Rob. So I don't haven't no, seen any good, of the trailers. Good, fi- good for you. And uh, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the trailers and stuff because I just want to go into the cinema and see everything, you know, the whole movie. No, that's, that's, that's so, totally cool. How annoying it is to avoid the trailers, man. I've nearly clicked on them so many times and I've heard loads of bits <laughs> and I've been to the cinema and I have to go to, I have to go to the cinema and time it so I get there like a minute before the film's going to start so I don't sit through the trailers. And if I've agreed to myself, if I go in and it's on and I'm watching the cinema, I'm going to close my eyes and try and or leave <laughs> and come back in. You know, I can't see it, man. I, I just want to see the whole yeah. thing. I want to, I don't even know what what hand looks like, you know? Well, don't click on uh, the li- next link down yeah. then, because uh, um, uh, Vanity Fair, it was May the 4th, uh, just gone, um, and uh, Vanity Fair did a, uh, a published a photo shoot done by Annie Leibovitz, who was doing lots of portraits from the set uh, of, of The Force Awakens. Oh, there's, wow. <laughs> there's a really glorious um, picture of... Uh, what we believe is Gwendolyn Christie's character. Um, sorry about this, Matt, but it's like silver sto- silver stormtrooper outfit. We have a big cloak on. <laughs> right, I won't go into too much detail. Indicate to me when on the sc- I can see you on the screen. There's there's Oscar Isaac. We know Oscar Isaac's uh, X-wing pilot, but there's a really nice shot of uh, of him. I'll, I'll I'll post this in the link in the uh, chat, Matt, so you absolutely don't have to look at it. <laughs> But um, yeah, there's a nice, nice, some nice shots, some some sort of shots of uh, like um, like real made up uh, sort of characters, like proper, um, like not CG, you know, like proper mm. sort of uh, the, uh, costumes aspect, yeah. and yeah. So that's all really cool. Stuff. Yeah, that's right, prosthetics. Just like even like some of the old school aliens that you remember from the original Cantina and stuff. Um, there's some. There's a shot of Lupita Nyong'o from uh, Twelve Years a Slave with all the dots on her face. She's obviously playing some kind of crazy CGI creation. I've uh, got a picture of Adam Driver without the helmet on. Like so, yeah. It's all kind of uh, yeah. It's just a really nice shot. Um, Really, really nice uh, set of photos. So, um, oh, and there's a picture of like uh, Han and Chewie and uh, Daisy Ridley and uh, our other main character, um, whatever his bloody goddamn name is. Um, yeah. So, don't look at those, Matt. Whatever you do. I can't believe you're describing a picture. <laughs> John Boyega, that's who I meant. Describing a Sorry, picture I... on the radio. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, there, so there was well, a, the link will be in the a show large, notes. A large woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right then. That's uh, no moon. <laughs> how about just look at the picture and put a massive spoiler in for people like me that don't want to yeah. listen to the whole plot of yeah. Star Wars before I think, it's even I think you should it's rename really this. Plot. 
This episode has to be renamed the Not Spoiler in Podcast. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so moving on from that's enough about Star Wars. Yeah. There's been some Star Trek news. Has uh, yeah, couple no. of things about uh, Star Trek Thirteen. What uh, is that? They're gonna. It's uh, Simon Pegg is co-writing this. Oh really? So he's yeah he's been promoted from Scotty to uh, co-writer. Um, and the, oh. and there's word that it's going to be called Star Trek Beyond, and that uh, Idris Elba is in line to play the baddie. Oh okay. So I'm thinking. Vulcan dude, maybe. I don't know. Don't know. Yeah, I, I, no, he's got to be. I did wonder yeah, whether they'll do a four and bring in like dark Vulcans to be like dark elves. <laughs> I don't <laughs> aren't know. Are they like the? Aren't they well, like yeah. the road? Were they the? What were they called? The? They were like Vulcans, but they were like really evil. The Klingons. That's the one. Yeah. Klingons. But he was. But he had that in the no, first one. Idiot Elba, isn't it? Idiot Elba could be a uh, yeah. Klingon, Idris. definitely. Yeah, big, big, big motherfucking Klingon man that Klingon, just kicks the point, shit yeah. out of everybody. Big muscly, he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. definitely, he'd definitely be a Klingon. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, good. <laughs> With Peck right yeah. in it, that might be. You know, I bet if if uh, what's his name, his mate Frost turns up in it. <laughs> his mate, <laughs> his mate Frost, Frost turns be... up in it. It might be a bit suspect, but you know. Maybe he could be the uh, yeah, the evil. Ages. No, maybe he could be like the evil uh, Romulan. Maybe he could be the new Scotty because Scotty. I was going to say, yeah, Scotty no, in no. later life got a bit. Uh... Scotty's going to get so many like one-liners though, isn't he? He's yeah. just going to. He's, he's going to write all getting... the stuff. Oh come on, he's a kid. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz. What else has he written? That's good. Well, I'm. I wouldn't be at all surprised if Dead, he showed up. Hot Fuzz. I reckon he's in Star Wars. How the hell but. does he write? How the hell is he going to write that when he's... I know he's a geek, but, I mean, how much of he is a geek? Actually, do you know what we should do? We should go to Crouch End and go to that cafe. He's always in there. We should ask him. He's going to be in <laughs> okay. there anyway. He's in, it's Crouch End. It's a little cafe there. It's really cool. And, uh, yeah, he hangs out there the whole time. You can go and see him. Okay, let's go. Let's go at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. We, on it, seriously, you know. He does he hangs out there? So is that the one they filmed in space? Yes, it's in that. It's in space. It's well, in, uh, is it that one? The, the one uh, where the he's news agent looking is across at the, the job ads. That's in oh, wow. um, Shaun the Dead, and that's in Crouch End. That's just across the road from where he lives. He doesn't hide where he lives. He lives there. hangs He hangs out with the locals. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, let, let, yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. Last time uh, you guys were on, we were talking a lot about Spider-Man. Uh, there's been mm. some more news on the casting, and uh, apparently there's a short list. Uh, this is this is a bit of a rumour, but apparently, uh, according to the rap, what whatever that is, uh, the 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 short list is down to five actors um, who have all been in various other bits, and you probably won't have heard of half of these because I hadn't. Um, but uh, yeah, we've got Nat Wolf who was in The Fault in Our Stars, uh, Asa Butterfield who was in Ender's Game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, I saw that. Uh, yeah. uh, Tom Holland, who was in The Tom Impossible. Holland. Yeah, good. Uh, Timothy Shamal- Chalamet, he was hmm. in Interstellar. Was he the brother? He or was the son? young, yeah, he was the young Casey Affleck. Oh, okay. okay. And Liam James, who was in The Way, Way Back. Another good film. So, yeah, so, yeah um, they're, they're definitely casting him young. So that all sort of links in with what we've heard. 
because they want to they want him at sort of school age sort of thing so that they can do all of that stuff although they're not going to do another origin hopefully uh, well so everything i've heard suggests they're not but um yeah so any thoughts on that i mean they, they all seem fairly sound choices really to me yeah ace butterfield's much. maybe a little bit too scrawny but they'll all buff out a bit won't they for it <laughs> yeah they'll all go to like um buff school you know where yeah. Hugh jackman goes and uh he just just there's there's <laughs> There's this Hugh Jackman, this is how I see Hugh Jackman getting fit for Wolverine, right? There's this, like, farm somewhere, yeah, that Hollywood have bought, and it's a chicken farm, and they breed chickens, and they <laughs> put Hugh Jackman in one end, and he eats all the chickens, and uh, dragging some massive anchors behind him, and when he comes out, yeah. he's ready for Wolverine. And that's like, yeah, they right. just took that principle, and any actor, like, you know, if you look at Chris Pratt, you know, Chris Pratt was really fat. And they went, right, put him on the six months through the chicken farm thing <laughs> chicken that Hugh Jackman did, lifting this shit and doing that crap. And yeah. he'll come out the other end and be weak at a bankable star. Hurrah! So you're saying he basically go for a mix between Rocky and Conan training, that's what you're... <laughs> yeah, but with a chicken shed, you know, because they just seem to all say like, oh, what did you do? I just ate lots of chicken, you know. I just ate lots of chicken, yeah. lifted these big heavyweights, <laughs> lifted lots of the, the chicken heavyweight, chicken, heavy, heavy chicken, heavy chicken, heavyweight, heavy chicken. Oh, it seems <laughs> to work, though. I mean, I eat chicken mostly. Yeah, they look mostly. ripped, don't they? And then I'm a bit ripped, of CGI, but... you know, just tucks a little yeah. bit of it away and they all look like, you know. <laughs> who, who was the other guy in... Um... Bobowski. Uh, no, the film, uh, the one from Downton Abbey, who was in that film. Uh, shit, we talked about it on this podcast. What film? Uh, not Hugh Bonneville. That's a uh, no, no, not him. <laughs> I'm thinking of. Hey, Marcus, just think of random names. Dan Stevens, who I was in, in the guest. That's it. Yeah, the guest. He he totally buffed out for Hollywood stuff. They all do. They um, have to. Yeah. Look at Chris yeah, Pratt. Is... He was quite happy being like, you know, really big bellied and everything. And then they suddenly <laughs> said to him, hang on, got this role, Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's like, uh, yeah, what, uh, what is that? You know, I'm sure this went on. And they gave him the comic book, right? If he's a geek, he's probably into it straight away and signed up. Yeah. yeah. Probably not a well, geek. Well, in fact, it was Marvel. Yeah. And... He probably looked at Marvel and then asked his agent and went through, a, his agent probably went through how many fucking people before she got an answer saying, fuck me, yeah, definitely do that. That's awesome. But completely yeah. bonkers. It's got a tree in it that goes, root, mm. <laughs> you know, and a raccoon, yeah. you know. I mean, you, you're kind of not, when you, I mean, I wasn't, you know, chuffed to bits to see that movie, but when you watch it, it's amazing. So, yeah. you know, and how fucking well, I, cool, you know, he, he buffed up the for question, that. He had to. If your agent comes to you and, and says, you know, do you want to be in a Marvel film at the moment? Yeah. The other would. question would be, do you want money? If the answer is yes, then the answer to the first oh, yeah. question They're all going to yes. get paid a shit shed yeah. load. And, you know, and it's <laughs> yeah. Gonna, yeah. if it's good, they're going to chuck a load. You know, it's, at the moment, it is, you know, you said, like, what's the, the state of their universe and everything? Well, it's a cash cow, man. At the moment, it's just going to make money, money, money. Until, and they'll be, until the, something else comes out or until it, they all get just start doing it and it just becomes crap. Yeah, yeah, well, speaking of that, that's that's a brilliant segue that leads me on to uh, what DC are doing and Warner Brothers, because uh, there was an article the other week in The Hollywood Reporter where they were basically sort of um, kind of exposing the battle that they're having, bringing all of the uh, DC stuff to life, because um, 
unlike Marvel, who have uh, Kevin Feige there with his master plan that goes back to Iron Man 1, they don't really know what they're doing. And and, and that guy is not like a director. Kevin Feige is like someone who's uh, like a... He's like a mastermind, you know, uh, mm. for that brand. Um, there, it looks like they're leaving all of the uh, DC stuff up to Zack Snyder. Yeah, yeah, you know he's well, well no, that's, that's no, no, and not even him because how long is he under contract for? So it could all go a bit well. This is it because another director gets hold of it and takes decides to swing it in a different direction. Well, this is it, and and the other thing is that um, they're they're approached because they're starting off with the team up movie, so they haven't really earned it. And mm. then all these other films that they're u- that they're going to sh- uh, springboard off of this uh, are all being done like almost in isolation, and uh, like the approach that they've got for the Wonder Woman movie is, uh, and someone apparently explained this is a lot of how comic books work, but uh, they're saying not so much how movies should work in that. Uh, they're just basically asking people to 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 write scripts and and making them compete against one another and then choosing like the best one. It doesn't seem like there's any sort of coherent sort of strategy to make these all link together. Um, so I think if there's going to be any linkage between these films, it's going to be tenuous at best. And uh, yeah, I just I just think that's you know a bit worrying really for you know I think a lot of for people that. Are, you know, are really into these DC characters. I I really think that people need to sort of rein in their expectations a bit and not expect that this is going to be as awesome and all encompassing and clever and, and so well executed as what Marvel have done, you know? So it does feel like they, I mean, I jokingly said about Marvel throwing money and having more money than, you know, whatever, but it does feel like DC's going for the quick buck. Because they know everyone's into kind of comic book films at the moment, and they're really popular. Yeah. By making the films work just enough that they work as individual films, have some, as you said, a very tenuous link to each other, people will probably still go and see them. They'll still get some money. But I don't think that's a very nice way to treat your, to treat your IPs. I mean... Yeah. You know, I mean, I there are some issues with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but the fact that Marvel... I mean, God, Marvel are doing something incredibly crazy at the moment with the comic universe. There's something called the, um, oh God, I can't remember, Secret Wars or something. Um, right. It's a story arc going on, and it's apparently it's going to change the Marvel universe forever. Right. People will die and stay dead and stuff like that. And, you know, there's even, there's even, for that, qu- for that line, for that gen, gen of comics. Well, I don't know. I think it's, really I think this is, though, I think this is, this is back in time and then restart them from uh, a new time. I don't know. I think the people that can do that, I think so. they're, yeah. they're going for an almost kind of perma kill. They'll never kill off these characters ever. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be interesting. They'll just, they'll just give them sex changes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be hard, would it? I mean, you know. You were talking about DC and stuff though earlier, and saying yeah, about those, but, that, all that sort sorry, of stuff. Sorry, yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm look, I mean, it's just things like the Suicide Squad. Oh, um, that was just announced, wasn't it? That looks terrible. Well, they just, they just put out the first picture. That looks terrible. I mean, I, I've, of them all, I've been watching a lot of um, the DC animated movies, and I think I mentioned on another podcast how much I'm enjoying them, and they seem to work really well. And I'm thinking to myself, they can do these very well. Do they really need to get into the whole live-action films? More yeah, money. well, 
They do, because, yeah. No, because they're basically going to do what everyone did in the 80s and 90s with comic book films. You know, make some really terrible ones and people yeah. go, oh God, it's that, it's that yeah. studio, that director, I'm not watching anything to do with that. I think last time I mentioned Super Mario Brothers. I mean, God bless Bob Hoskins. How about Street Fighter with a- Kylie Minogue in? And, and yeah, Jean-Claude Van Damme as Guile. Good God. Oh, yeah. At least they should have got Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> it's just, it's just the way that they're just, the way they're doing all the PR around these films is like they're, someone, someone said it today, I heard, um, it's like, uh, all these like lineups. They, well, to me, I, I thought straight away when I see these is they just look like really bad sort of album cover stuff for yeah. like, like shitty like new metal bands really and uh like especially the joker my god i feel like that they basically went right we have no idea let's just sort of uh like pile on the tattoos and shit they might not be permanent they might not yeah that that might just be a they went as insane as possible yeah that's what i'm saying everything and see what the reaction is and and now let's rein it in a bit yeah yeah but You've got I to think, think of I it think... as a two-year campaign, Rob. They've start the Suicide Squad just been advertised, yeah, right? Then when's the movie out? Probably in two years. And you'll see this it's image now, year, and that image will be erased from your stuff. That'll be an early concept image, and then it will go through. And by the time you see them, they'll be all polished and lovely, and you know, fitting mm-hmm. with the the music and the fashion scene of you know, kind of. They talk to everybody, you know, and see. But what's I don't going remember on. seeing. I they don't remember seeing like the clothes, you know. Yeah, I just think I don't remember seeing like stuff like this for Marvel though. You normally no, get like they, a were, they, were, they were pioneering it, weren't they? They were leading well, like, the way. Yeah, they couldn't take that risk because they they had to basically, yeah. you know, they they've only started doing all this. Cra- I mean, the train's really been going, but I reckon Marvel lucked out. Iron Man could have. Oh yeah. If Iron Man flopped and four, yeah. the first four film. Wasn't I remember a lot good. of people saying it wasn't that good. No, it wasn't before I went to see Iron it. Man but was- I loved it awesome even iron man 2 is the worst one of the iron man films it's all right but it's a bit crap yeah you know? a lot of people said that they'd lost yeah, it at that point yeah i kind of thought shit man it was all right it, it i haven't watched it i've watched it twice i think pretty much every iron man i've watched first one i've watched about eight times because it's fucking awesome but yeah, you know that used to be the go-to after yeah, the pub exactly. film but we used to get home from the pub <laughs> yeah. and we used to stick on iron man one and we should do that more oh, often. Nice. it's fucking a wicked yeah it's Definitely. Why are you looking to the left or right? What are you doing? Because I'm looking at my DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you've got it there still. But yeah, yeah. I've, well, we I've got it on Blu-ray. Blu-ray, but we don't have a Blu-ray player at the moment, which is annoying. Yeah, that's an hour. But um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Anyway, I think I think um, definite cause for concern with all this DC stuff. Another company that's being a bunch of cunts is uh, Sony. Um, we. Uh, we said on this podcast a, a few weeks back. Call Sony a bunch of cunts. We'll get you. Yeah, get they are, man. Don't care. They're just being arseholes. Look, basically, like the a uh, few weeks ago, we explained that they weren't, you know, because basically because Sony have given away Spider-Man now. Well, they haven't given him away because they've like let him loose with Marvel. They're like, well, we better. We still. They just want some of that sweet. Um, uh, cinematic universe money mm. and so everything now has to be a cinematic universe so first we had ghostbusters they're doing a female one then they're going to do a male one and that's going to uh cross over and there's going to be all these ghostbusters films the latest one they're doing and i think this is my ignorance because i've not seen 22 jump street but they they're, they're going to do a crossover of 
21 Jump Street or 22 Jump Street and fucking Men in Black. What the fuck what? is that about? Really? Yeah. Men in Black and is, Jump Street. Yeah. Is there like a bit in 22 that, that has Men in Black in it or something? I've not watched any of them. D- no, but... I haven't watched Sorry? it yet. I in... Need... in 22 Jump Street. Yes. The one with I th- the fat guy and the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, Johnny Depp thing, but they redone it. 20... Jonah Hill yeah. and Channing Tatum. There you go, those two. Yeah, apparently, like, they're... Uh... <laughs> they're going to put them into Men in Black. Yeah, they're going to they're gonna somehow cross this over into Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what crazy motherfucker thought that up? I want to go out with him on a night out on a Friday. You know what no, they might as well do? That guy's you know what they might as well do? I think I think they're holding back. I think they should chuck in the hot tub time machine crew and make <laughs> exactly. it a, make it a make nice a little mix. movie free so that's put it. a dinosaur in there. You know, why not? You know. <laughs> oh, I saw the trailer yeah. for the latest Jurassic Park thing when I went to see uh I did watch the trailer for this because I don't care about the movie. Uh so I went and yeah. I saw the trailer for this and um it's amazing in three D. It looks great. The film looks terrible, but I'm sure it's gonna be terrible. There's gonna be no script. But it looks amazing. You know, the three D was blind, yeah. you know, just the what? Two minute ad I saw at the cinema looked absolutely mind bogglingly great on the 3D. You know, the creatures coming out at you and stuff at the screen. Oh, yeah. I'm, well, it's going to be like uh, one of the go to summer films this year. Mm. I'll probably go and watch it in the end. Yeah. Unless the reviews are awful. I've got low um, expectations for it, but it's dinosaurs on a big screen exactly. going raw. I can't not see that. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Yeah. No. <laughs> Uh, it does no, look good, um, Marcus, in 3D as well. It, it was. Oh, uh, I probably will see it in 3D. Actually. The, on, if the trailer's yeah. anything to go by, there was plenty of stuff coming out, and it looked pretty cool. Oh, brilliant! Cool. Um, yeah, there are a couple of. Uh, I've got some good news here on sequel front. Um, Kingsman. Uh, that is getting a sequel because it's done over four hundred million dollars. Uh, actually, watched it again. Uh, the other night and it still holds up uh really recommend it did you either of you guys manage to catch that i haven't yet? seen it i haven't seen right, it yet well, it's... but you just reminded me i need to so i'm probably gonna watch it when this is done yeah i think it's out on uh i think it's out on blu-ray now uh but yeah anyway uh it definitely holds up to a second viewing i should say i'll probably go to the cinema and watch it when this is done <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I think it's I think it's available one way or another. But um, yeah, yeah. four hundred million it's taken. Uh, Matt Vaughan, uh, I, I listen. He had he did some interviews. He did a thing with Mark Commode on like the business of film or something, uh, three part podcast series earlier in the year, and he was explaining how he basically sort of uh, got independent finance for the movie and then sold it to a distributor. So then he never had any of the studios uh interfering with him and when you see the film you'll understand why because there's like some insane amounts of violence in it that would have never got through otherwise <laughs> you know it's like it turns into the raid sort of at several points and uh yeah Colin Firth is awesome in it and uh yeah he's got this idea that because it's all like very much like Roger Moore era Bond with all the gadgets and stuff right mm. and uh and, and his idea don't spoiler no it's really good um and and no I won't and but his idea is like the second film might introduce like the american side of that because they're supposed to be like an international organization so yeah uh, but uh yeah so that's cool and the other sequel uh that has been greenlit is john wick oh really oh cool yeah 
which oh, cool. I haven't seen, which I haven't seen. So yeah, uh, it's I good, liked, it's a bit I liked fun. that. I yeah. liked that. I really, I liked it more than I thought I would. Um, it, I mean, you know, talk about films harking back to other ones. It kind of reminds me of someone who had watched a lot of Hong Kong films of the nineties. You know, the yeah. sort of eighties and nineties. It's definitely got that sort of feel to it. Old fashioned tale of revenge. You know, it's a bloke who was in the trade, gets out. People do, it's a very simple story. People do something stupid to him and he goes after them. And that's all you need to build it up. But some of it is just quite nice. And it's yeah. good to see Keanu doing, you know, Keanu y type stuff. Slow action, <laughs> as I call it. Yeah. It's like Keanu's slow action because he still looks. I don't know. He looks pretty good in this. Oh, I mean, no, he's I, so I saw slow. Film... He's like a big lumbering Hulk. It's like he can't. I don't know. Hulk. I don't know. They've move. got, a, they've got him. He doesn't look as bad as in a lot of his other films, but. <laughs> They've got him. Uh, yeah, no, but, but I'm saying they've got slow. him moving. They've got he him fighting in the so style that suits him. They've speeded him up times ten, and he still looks slow in the action scenes. <laughs> that big lumbering slow guy. Well, the guy's well like he's not 50. doing kung fu, is he? No, he's doing exactly. a brutal form of combat. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> he's like, like fifty now, the guy. Like Tai Chi, you know. <laughs> it's like funny, but I liked the movie. But yeah, it's. I thought you know, he could have moved a bit quicker. Yeah. yeah. Actually, wonder... he was in a weird, hon- a weird Chinese film that I saw called actually um, "Man of Tai Chi" slow, or something like that. Slow moving. Which is no, he played the yeah. villain. No way. <laughs> yeah, he's a bad oh, guy. Really? He's, you know, what movie was that then? <laughs> uh, I think it's called "Man of Tai Chi," and it never came out over here. But yeah, it's fairly it's... recent, last few years. Shit, man, that's a real. Yeah. I don't even know about that, Marcus. That's on the dark. Twenty thirteen. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Is that on the, is that on the Keanu Reeves fan site that you've seen? It's that? on the, uh, it's no, on his I'm IMDb. not a member either. Although I do like, I've got to admit, he is kind of like, a lot of people have Jason Statham as their sort of secret movie fan stroke crush, whatever. But I don't know. I've, Keanu Reeves, I know he's rubbish. I know he's wooden. I know there's a woodpecker that probably lands on his head and picks every now and then. But I, I don't know. I, I just, I just like him. He's all right. No, I'm with you, Marcus. I think uh, the Jason He does Statham what he does. You know, there's plenty of other people in the world that can do deep, meaningful acting. But yeah. if you go to a Keanu Reeves film, you should not expect this. <laughs> I think Statham's, uh, like... I think Statham's found his place. Out of everyone, shoots everyone. I wasn't moaning about his acting credentials. I was just moaning about it. No, I'm with you, Marcus, with Keanu Reeves. Jason yeah. Statham's just sort of, like, sort of forced his himself upon us by he's like the British, cranking he's out the British Keanu <laughs> God he's just I like he just cranks out the films like he does about three a year it's he's like brilliant. exhausting he's brilliant that's because he's busy you mug he's busy you mug <laughs> he's and a I've, working I've, actor I've been in a I've been in ones of prison with uh, the state I know you've told us know. many times yeah, yeah we've heard this one Unspeakable things to the stave. I think this has been immortalised now. I love the the stave. He's wicked, man. He's just doing it. He's just look. The last film we watched of him, Rob, he had three different accents, right? And he (laughs) nailed them, but he did it all in one scene. Yeah, (laughs) but that was Cockney, (laughs) London, American, Canadian, (laughs) back to Cockney. I was later informed that that's just how he sounds. (laughs) Yeah, that's just his voice. Well, I don't know. He's been living in LA a lot, and it started to it's creep just into so his funny. hard as nails accent, and it goes <laughs> to like, "Oh, I'm American." <laughs> it's just funny. What is yeah, that film? Uh, Homefront. Yeah, not no. bad, but yeah, my God, he makes a mess of uh, Franco. Yeah, it's brilliant with Werner Ryder sort of and Franco it, in it, and then Stave pops up, kills some kittens or whatever. You said, "What would you said?" So, 
What was your review well, of it, Rob? My my review of uh, my review of Homefront. Shall I find yeah, it? Yeah, I need to know because that's you. We watched <laughs> it and you we you, we were we were laughing so much about his accent that <laughs> you wrote a review. I did. I did write a little tiny review, and I'm just going to try and find it because it was quite it funny. Was very can easy. I search in a group? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can. Uh, let me see. But yeah, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I found it. Uh, so my review of Homefront, starring Jason Statham, is. Ahem. So I just watched this movie on Ian and John's recommendation, and it was honestly not bad. It stars James Franco as a happy-go-lucky meth entrepreneur whose enterprise and face is left in tatters when his fat nephew decides to pick on the daughter of a crazed, bald psycho who beats up nearly everyone he meets. But he's an unemployed single parent who keeps horses and rescues cats, so that's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing exactly. at my own joke. That kind of sums that up. That's good. it. Watch, watch it. It's, really? it's, it's Steve. I love him. Can't go wrong. It's not intended to be that way, but if you view it that way, it does. It is hey, kind Rob, of more funny. Rob, in in honour of Wittertainment, <laughs> hello to the Steve. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll, we'll, yeah. Okay. Hello to the Steve. Hello to the Steve. You have to do it every week. Oh God. Yeah. All right. I'll try. I'm sure the others will be into it. It's it's. I feel like we should. I feel like we're talking behind Ian and John's back about yeah. the stuff. We should but, uh, watch. No. Everybody should know. watch the Stafe movies and make him yeah. like. Well, he is the next like a household god, you know, and he is the next Arnie. <laughs> Come on, he's awesome. His films are great. They're great fun. Mm. And he in Stafe we trust. <laughs> in cool. Stafe we trust. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Much. Right. Okay. Moving on. Uh, have you heard about this movie, this legend film? Uh, and it's another film about the craze, hmm. and it's got Tom Hardy in it playing both twins. Oh yes, yeah, I've seen a. I did see something about that, and that's that. Well, they've yeah. done that before. Well, no, they haven't done that before, have they? That was the um, hmm. the last time they played the craze. It was the Spandau Ballet twins, wasn't it? Were they? Was it the same guy, or were they actually twins? No, they're twins. They're real twins. Oh, yeah. are they? That's, Sorry, that's I'm such an idiot. Yeah, they're, they're actual. They're actual twins. So they played them. So, so oh, so he's playing both. Yeah, but he looks. He's a thug, though, isn't he? You know. Uh, well, yeah, I guess. So it's kind of good casting. Yeah, I can see him doing it definitely. Yeah, he's got the accent and everything, the whole thing. But yeah, playing both parts. Yeah, that's pretty cool. They are twins, so why not? And he can put the different edge on them. Yeah, man, that's going to be wicked. Yeah, can't wait for that. Yeah, definitely. There's a trailer out for it now. It looks pretty pretty cool. Um, and this one's uh, been directed by Brian Hegland, who did LA Confidential, Mystic River, a few pretty decent things. So uh, cool. that could be good. What else we got? Oh, yeah, and I've got some release dates to end with. Um, so, yeah, dates for the diary. Uh, first one I've got is uh, June 10th, 2016 is uh warcraft all right oh, cool <laughs> really? so that's coming out <laughs> that's that directed by by, <laughs> no that's directed by duncan jones yeah. david bowie's son who did oh, uh, wow. moon um so yeah can't wait to see what this is going to yeah, look that, like that's a little bonkers it'll either be completely that's... over the top cgi well it's all going to be cgi isn't it it's definitely going to be cg cg i don't I know would I imagine, if he mixes yeah. it a little bit i don't know who knows? Well, maybe I don't know. I wonder if he's got circus involved or his lot to do no, like no. some cool mocap stuff, because that would be good if they could do the orcs like that. Because mm. the orcs in Warcraft are really yeah. like over the top, aren't they? Yeah, and have all the humans, you know, being humans basically. And the trolls and stuff. Yeah, 
That be it. Could be but, cool. It's it's good. I'm I'm yeah. I'm excited about that. That'd be, that'd be fun. yeah. I don't know much about it. I it's mean yeah, yeah. Um, next one is uh the following year, April fourteenth, twenty seventeen. Uh, Fast and the Furious eight. <laughs> so uh, seven yet? No, I haven't seen seven. Uh, although a lot of people have. It's now it's like the second highest grossing film of all time or something oh, now. Shit. <laughs> uh, it's. It's done a, or it was like the second fastest film to get to a billion. Wow. Or something, something, something like that. Ironic that it's called Fast and Furious and it Well, raced yeah, to a there billion. you go, there you go. <laughs> um, no, someone was saying, oh, they've got to do, uh, fast, because they, because they've said they've got another three, so they reckon they're going to go to ten at least. And you can imagine the poster where the I and the O are going to be the ten, aren't they? So, uh, I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, the one I'm most happy about out of all of these is August the 4th, 2017 for Pacific Rim 2. Yes. Yes. More <laughs> Idris Elba. Absolutely. Apparently. What, what was his catchphrase in that? We are cancelling the apocalypse. Yeah. That I love that. A lot of people said it was cheesy. Yeah. But for me, his best line was when the guy tapped him and he goes, first, don't touch me. And he goes, secondly... <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> and you just look at him and you just think, he's going to beat this guy to death. Yeah, I didn't get yeah. that movie. Something I about it was his mannerisms. It was like, well, you know, I, it was all right. It was great. I, I, I caught it in the cinema and I remember saying to our friend Tony, where do I plug my controller in? Like, yeah, it's a video game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. But, you know, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro, he's a massive geek. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if he's coming back to do this one. I hope so. Hmm. Um, because one the, the thing I liked about Pacific Rim um, was soundtrack. that I liked the soundtrack definitely, which was yeah, uh, Tom Morello uh, and the dude who does the Game of Thrones score. And they can anyone can so, listen to it on Spotify. It is brilliant. It is very good. Um, but yeah, I loved how it, it, it sent it. And yeah, Avengers was good for this as well. Is that it sort of focused on more of a global sort of. Yeah. catastrophe rather than it all being set in like New York um, or wherever um, so that was pretty cool and the fact that it had like Charlie Day from Always Sunny and dude from Sons of Anarchy as he is in nearly mm. every Guillermo del Toro film but yeah don't want this to turn into a review of that movie but maybe one day <laughs> um, and yeah I think that's all the time we've got this week uh, this has been the Not Watching Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk. You can contact us on email at notwatchingpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at notwatchingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk. And if you're listening to us on iTunes, then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Well, uh, let's let's take this fucker home. Yeah, man. Um, it's good, but we, so, it's good. Let's try so, it. So, what are you saying? What are you saying? 
You saying I amuse you? <laughs> yeah? You saying you saying I make funny, you laugh? You saying, you saying I'm funny like a clown? Funny, funny what? Funny what? What? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Not so funny now, are you? <laughs> 